This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's start with where we let's start from where we stopped, or we should start where we started with first service. So I said that the Bible said that He has made us kings and priests, right? Revelation chapter 1, verse 6, Revelation chapter 5, verse 10. He has made us kings and priests, and the Bible says we shall reign on that. And then I said, Kings and priests do offer sacrifices. So I want to move on on the subject that I've called altars and sacrifices, part two. Or should we say part one? Because I did really, oh, we're just doing introduction. And we'll still continue to do introduction right now. Hallelujah. Yeah. Altars and sacrifices. Now, he has made us kings and priests. If we are kings, if we are priests in particular, then we have to offer sacrifice. And I said there are four types of sacrifices that are found in the Bible. Or they can be broadly divided. Some can divide it more, but broadly, they are just about four. Hallelujah. We are kings and we are priests. So we offer something. And Hebrews 8 says, if you are a priest, then you must of a necessity offer something. And then Hebrews chapter 5 says the same thing. That every high priest is appointed among men to offer gifts and sacrifices. No, that whether it's necessary of a necessity that this man has, some, has something to offer. Hebrews 5.1 Every high priest appointed from among men. Every priest, every high priest taken from among men is ordained but for things pertaining to God that he may offer, offer both gifts and sacrifices. So there are things that you call gifts and there are things called sacrifices. And then I mentioned there is an affinity that God has for altars that cannot be explained. So in first service we looked at Balaam. And then we considered David when the angel of destruction was destroying Israel and got to Jerusalem and God walked up to David and said, go erect an altar. We spoke about all that. That is 2 Samuel 24. And then for Balaam, that is Numbers 23. Balaam repeated the same thing three times. And each time God came down because of what he said in Exodus to Moses. Exodus 20, 24. He said that if you erect an altar, I will come to you. And I will bless you. He said an altar of art. So there are specifications when it comes to an altar. And those are the details we go to later. It's not done anyhow, otherwise, it will not attract fire from on high. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, in Ezekiel, they were told that he gave them an ordinance for sanctifying an altar. But we are beginning to look at what is God's attraction. So we also said that even in heaven, in heaven, where perfection is, there is an altar. Revelation chapter 8, verse 3. Revelation chapter 9 verse 13. There are altars in heaven. Revelation 9 13 says that at the front of God's throne there is an altar. What is it with God and altar? Balaam was walking in perfect disobedience. He was running greedily after a reward. Even in his disobedience, when he offered sacrifice, he made seven altars and the Bible said God came to talk to him. And God told him, don't curse them. Then he changed the direction. Then he followed the protocol again. Seven altars and God spoke. Yet there are New Testament Christians who cannot hear the voice of God. 
And Balaam did it the third time. And God spoke again. Wow. And I said, God must have read that in the word of God. As soon as the angel of destruction. And there might be people listening to me that there are things that look like destructive patterns. Or a kind of destruction going on in your life. When the angel of destruction entered Jerusalem and straight the sword over Jerusalem. God just went to tell David. I said, David, erect an altar right now. And this plague will stop. And David did, and the plague stopped. And that's verse 23. Second Samuel 24, verse 23. And the plague stopped. And you begin to wonder, what is it about this? So Solomon went to Gibeon in 1 Kings chapter 3. And verse 3 or 4. And he offered sacrifice. And the same night, God said to Solomon, that, What exactly do you want? Before Solomon did this, there was no record of a conversation of God speaking to Solomon. But the night he offered something, the first time God was going to talk to Jacob was when he got to Bethel. He grew up in his father's house. He tricked his brother to get the blessing through the mom. But there was no record of Jacob hearing the voice of God. Until the night he got to Bethel, where his grandpa Abraham had offered and, and erected an altar before. And as soon as he got to that place like an icon, there was a download. And he saw a ladder reaching heaven, an angel ascending and descending. Do you want to see the supernatural? Now, we, we are just looking at scriptures. The second time Solomon did this sacrifice again, God appeared to him the second time, the same night. And there was no record that Solomon did it again. But the two times he did, God showed up. Because of Exodus 20, 24, he told us in the wilderness, when you set an altar and we come, now, there are different types of altar. Mm. Is somebody following me? Remember I said that where we want to get to is that to say that every Christian already is an altar. And I said also, I'm trying to pick some important thing from this. I also said, I, places can be consecrated. If you are, have a corner in your room where you normally sit down to pray, Honor that corner and hallow it. Very soon, when you sit there to pray, revelations will start coming. Even though we can pray anywhere, we have the liberty to pray anywhere and God can speak to you anywhere. No, we are not bound to that. But it's a good practice. Then a church can have an altar like here. Never trivialize all these things. Even though they start their shadows and the real thing is down. What I want to speak on later is the fact that in the Old Testament, it was a place. In the New Testament, it is a state. A state you are in. A state you are in. You just don't offer things to God. It is offered in a particular state. Now, Leviticus 1 7. There was a requirement. Before we look at all other things about altar, one consistent thing that made any sacrifice to catch fire instantly. Our people have given and they have not seen the result. And I've explained that. Now, listen to me very well. I said this by the Spirit first service. And Jesus said, what I say unto you, I say unto all. So I have to tell everybody. Listen, no matter how potent the medicine is, if you don't use it according to prescription, there's no guarantee. I will come to Leviticus 1. So just leave it there. There's no guarantee of it working. So if you have malaria and they say, take Lonath, Two in the morning or whatever, two in the night or two, eight hours after, whatever. And you don't. 
you take one in the morning and you take one the following day it might not kill you there's nothing wrong with the drug there's nothing wrong with the doctor or the pharmacist that told you but there's everything wrong with how you are taking it men and brethren most of the things believers do for god they do it in their own way not in the way god said they should do it and they have violated hebrews 12 28 bible said let us receive grace to serve god in an acceptable manner there is a manner that is unacceptable you can pray but not pray in an acceptable manner you can give and not give in an acceptable manner you can serve and not serve in an acceptable manner and i tell them a story that blessed me our one lady ada <laughs> well I, I was, we had a relationship then yes we had a relationship some are looking at me as if <laughs> pastor Abby was not my first relationship but thank God in his mercy that's not that the other people are not wonderful but whatever we used to pray we used to there was one we prayed together for three years and we still we, will fast, we used to fast every Monday and pray but um, but the good thing was all those relationships were done in purity pure purity so nobody felt cheated in any way where we were we just had some disagreement one of them in particular was not comfortable with me being a pastor one else will be quiet Christian, wonderful Christian, serving God, and, and then no people come, people don't come to our house that much. It's a very private person. And there's nothing wrong if you're a private person, just don't marry a public person. That's all. Otherwise, one of you will look like a devil. When visitors start bombarding your house and this one starts nagging, they will say that she's not accommodating. So it's better. Hallelujah. So beyond that a person looks physically, please think about these things. But I'm not I'm not about to teach marriage today. I'm just telling you that, that you are going to eat meat pie together like regular chicken. It's not what makes a relationship work. Okay, so that's all you do. You just take selfie. See me. It, it, that's not that's not what we are talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you can imagine how many people are living with me now. What, how it would have been very tough on. Well, this particular lady taught me something. I used to give a lot. But I wasn't seeing result. Now I see tremendous result right now. As she told me, you are a giver, but you don't give according to the word. He said you take your tithes, you add it to everything, you give to the poor, you do this. And do you know all over the world, there are still Christians. You take your tithe, you give to the poor. That's an error. You are supposed to give to the poor, but not your tithes. Each one, they don't do the same thing. He See, ah, when I begin to talk this way, it grieves me because I feel like what, what Job said that, oh, that a man will come and declare God's righteousness. Can somebody stand and defend God? Because a lot of Christians make it look like God is an irresponsible father that we beg, 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 beg to give us rent. We beg. And I told them for service, after every service, my son runs to me in the office, even though I'm talking to visitors, all he wants is a thousand dollars to go and buy something outside. Those people sell things outside. I, I can't imagine him begging and begging and begging I have 10,000 in my pocket. He's begging and begging and begging before I think of giving him 500. And Jesus challenged said, you being evil, including me. He said, if you being evil, we call of us evil, you know how to give good gift. Of course, he called the men in the Old Testament anyway, the Pharisees. Say you know how to give good gift to your children. How much more? How can you claim to be better than God? As a father, you have 10 cars. You don't have a problem giving your son one. And you think God that owns your world, we have a problem giving you something. It's not God. Something is wrong somewhere. What God cannot do is that he cannot violate his words. You know, they call for giving. Just so people give their tithe as a giving. You are just... Stop committing blunders like that. 
They keep you at a level. Even if you don't want to respond to any giving, give your tithe. It's not compulsory. Give your tithe. Other givings, if you don't want to, don't give. Just, but don't convert your tithe and say, this is it. And there are teachings going on like that. There's no, I don't argue with anybody. I don't have anything. But just look at, you see, Yoruba has added. Anybody that will make a clue for you, look at the one he's wearing. That's the truth. Check all around the world churches that are sending missionaries to obscure places. The strongest among the church with the highest number of missionaries are Baptists in America. Missionaries across the globe, most of them are being paid by Baptists, and they are the strongest on teaching on tithe. There might have been many adulterated teachings here and there, but the truth of the work cannot change. So many times we now appear in the place of prayer as if it is God. The same thing, there are different types of prayer. One rule, and they are governed by different rules. Intercession is different from supplication. Supplication is different from request. Request is different from prayer of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is different from prayer of authority. For instance, you don't pray over a demonic girl that Lord have mercy and deliver this girl. He can only answer you by sovereignty. What demons recognize is you must issue authority. Come out of her. So you use the name of Jesus against demons. But use the name of Jesus to pray to the Father. There is one that is you are issuing authority. There is one that you are making requests. This thing is very similar to physical things. Both basketball and football are both ball. Ball. One, if it touches your leg, it's a foul in basketball. If it touches your hand, it's a foul in football. They have different rules. You don't get what I've just said. Sit down. Oh, I've forgotten that you're standing. Forgive me. They have different rules. They have different rules. See, if, if, if I just get... We will teach on altar and for a long time. But if we can just get all these things. Remember last week I told you the call that Aaron took to stop the living and the dead, to stop the de- people from dying. He took it from the altar. Now look at this Leviticus 1 7. And the sons of Aaron, the priests, shall put fire upon the altar and let the wood what? Shout that word. That is one of the most important words that must be considered in sacrifices and other order. Hmm. One day I was wondering that Lord, when will the glory of Christianity manifest? And it's as if the answer came immediately all over the world. When will non-Christians, North Africa, when will there be conversion? When will there be manifestation, full manifestation of the sons of God? The day we start living Christianity the way God intends it to be. Many of you try here. Quite a number of you come for Wednesday service. Check churches across Lagos. Check how many people go for midweek service. Now, check churches across Lagos. Check how many people come for opening prayer. People arrive statistically. I've been around for a while. I started pastoring from school. Statistically, most Christians arrive during praise worship towards the middle or the end. In every church, America have been there, nations, UK, anywhere. Talk of Germany is the same thing everywhere. They start coming in during the praise. When will that day come that everybody that wants to come to church on Sunday is everybody is participating in opening prayer? 
something will happen to the body of Christ when that happens. But will it happen? When people think they are not experiencing power so much, just quickly look at how is our pattern towards God. And it's not what is every church. Name the church. As you walk in doing praise worship, see people driving in doing praise worship and coming down and entering their car. Move the service from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. People will start coming in 10, 15, 10, 20. Move it from 10 to 11. Start coming in 11, 15, 11, 20. Do you think God is not noting all these things? He's noting them down. Not to use against the people, but he considers a lot of people as not serious enough. But we will not do that for any contract or anything. You will not. If President Buhari calls for you or Joe Biden or somebody calls for you now, you get there one hour before the appointed time. What is what we do? I know a particular church. I don't want to mention it. It's one of the big churches in Lagos with a very gentle-hearted pastor. They started an office and he called the workers and he told them, I said, God is watching. Be careful, blah, blah, blah. Make sure you are not late. Every day, almost half, they were coming late. And they will have a valuable excuse. Ah, my son was sick. Hey, my son was tired. So the pastor got fed up. Because he just, he just told KP, I don't know which body. Maybe KP, I was angel. So he just called one consulting firm to help them and do office. Not the church. Office, church office. And those ones are not, they are not pastors. The guy came in and he told all the staff, you are late, query, you get a query with the door from your salary. For one month, no one person came late. The pastor came and he said, where are all those beautiful excuses? Are people really serving God? You say that God will catch whoever is misbehaving and watch believers misbehave like, tell them that soldier will catch you. And then everybody sits tight. Because we prefer law to grace. And it is sad. We fear men more than God. Once the governor is going to watch you, is coming, you come early. But once the king of kings is the king, is merciful, so you will just and then as and if they ever accuse you for coming, you even you get angry, you start raking for them. They are too straight. By HOD, I don't know. Uh, you make them look like sinners for for for, for actually accusing you of coming late. And these are the things that we see. All this I've said now, all of you can relate to all of them. It's what we see every day. Yeah. Let them say soldiers are controlling the road. All of a sudden, you will know that we are capable of obeying traffic lights. But when there's no enforcement, everybody breaks it. Everybody. There is a key word there that is part of what we'll be looking at. Order. God specifically told them that the wood must be laid in order. What is the wood? I'm not even about to realize that, but I want to call it the, what I'm focusing on today is order. Now look at Abraham, Genesis 22. He's called the father of faith. Whatever you see, um, Abraham, God used Abraham to model faith under the old, old covenant. Now look at it. Genesis 22. When he was told to sacrifice Isaac, so this is why he woke up early in the morning. Go to verse, uh, verse 9 is where I'm really going to. Verse 9. And they came to the place where God told him off. Ah. God told him. God told him off. There is something important I want to call our attention to. 
Now, and Abraham built an altar. Just remind me, I'm coming back to where God told him off. Because I, I, I want to read something to us from that place. He goes to the place and he built an altar there. What is the next word there? He led you, please, everybody, please respond. Louder. How did he lay the wood? What did we see in Leviticus 1 7? Order. Now, I want to call your attention to the last place. 1 Kings 18. I think verse 33. When Elijah called down fire, 1 Kings 18. Now, you are seeing sacrifices. And there's a key word being repeated there. Order. Now, this is Elijah. When the sons of the, when, when the uh, prophets of us finished make, making their noise and no fire came, Elijah came and one of the things he did, he put the wood in order and cut the bullock. The bullock was a sacrifice. But before he put the sacrifice on the altar, he first of all rearranged order. Order. He put the wood in order. If your sacrifice to move mountains there has to be order now there are four types of sacrifices that believers usually do Hebrews 13 15 talks about the sacrifice the fruit of our lips that's a sacrifice of praise now what I want to why I'm emphasizing the word order is because of what I'm going to say next but four sacrifices and what must guide us? Let, let me read that one now. Uh, Matthew 23, verse, verse 19. Matthew 20. Let's read 18 and 19 together. Matthew 23. Jesus said something that we should learn something from. I'm, I'm going to say that before I talk about the four types. Whatsoever, whosoever shall swear by the altar, it is nothing. But whosoever swear by the gift that is upon his guilty. Now, this Jesus is telling the Pharisees that you are very stupid, you guys. You are foolishly saying that anybody that swears by the altar is nothing. The Pharisees are going to a point that they have trivialized the altar so much, but what they value was the gift on the altar. And Jesus reversed the altar. He said, you don't know what. He said, you are stupidly saying or foolishly saying, anybody that swears by the altar, no problem. But if you swear by the gift on the altar, ah, that's something big. And Jesus corrected that. He said, you fools and blind. Jesus was not as gentle as many of you thought. Going like this. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> Look at this strong one. You fools and blind. Which one is greater? The gifts or the altar that sanctifies the gifts? In other words, Rato say Handre Kashido Barakiza. What we offer is important. But more importantly is the altar on which it is offered. Ah. Did you get that? You know what I've noticed? Lord, help me. When it comes to personally, and if I ask people to stand up now, you will see. Somebody wrote a testimony two weeks ago that when I said we should give towards the conference, I said people should pray and ask God. Go back home, pray and ask God. Said the amount that came to her scared her. 
she told me personally and she wrote it also she got 200 fold I've never had that kind of result in my personal life times 200 of what she gave and I'm going to show you the reason now Jesus said it is the altar not the gift per se there must be gift on the altar but the altar is more important that means the stronger the altar the more the result that will come from the seed put on it did you get that? are you getting me? the stronger the altar the more sorry hello 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 could you please stop doing that you are distracting that's wrong are you with me the, the stronger the altar the more the gift the stronger what comes from the gifts on the altar that means as i'm about to offer anything out of these four things and always you must offer the four the first sacrifice sacrifice of prayer every christian knows that but I'm going to show you what makes it a sacrifice, not just a mundane thing. Number two is a sacrifice of praise. Hebrews 13, 15. He said, let us offer the fruit of our lips, which is praise. The third sacrifice is a sacrifice of what we give, our material stuff. The last one, which is the most important, is a sacrifice of your heart. That is Romans 12. I appeal to therefore, brother, you present your body as a living sacrifice living sacrifice only and acceptable unto God because that fourth one sacrifice of yourself is directly connected to what we are talking about it is where your altar is because remember I started by saying that you yourself you are an altar when your life is in order your wood is in order when your life is in order anything put on so actually you are the fourth sacrifice on which the first three are built upon are you getting what I'm saying? Now, there is a scripture that is very powerful. Jesus is a perfect example. And he must show us how to sacrifice. Hebrews 9.14 says, How much more shall the blood of Jesus Christ, who through eternal spirits, offered himself without spots? Now, a sacrifice that God sees no fault in is such a sacrifice that is offered by the spirits. I, uh, when I make mention of things that we are doing, people respond. They get more result than the individual things they do in their life. It is because Jesus himself did not just offer himself. He waited for the spirit. He offered himself by eternal spirits. So I can give. I can also give by the spirits. I can pray. I can also pray by the spirits. Remember where we started this journey from. We know not how to pray as we have. But the spirits. That means when you pray under the influence of the spirit. It's a kind of sacrifice that is rare. It generates uncommon results. This is why at times it's important to tarry. Until you feel the anointing. When you are praying. When you feel the anointing while praying. Your prayer ascends to another level it becomes a powerful sacrifice you know what the same thing as we begin to pray so you can praise God from your mouth it's good to start in the flesh but you can praise God to a point where the spirit takes over it is no more ordinary praise it becomes the Bible calls high praises and it is high praises not ordinary praise I praise Psalm 149 let the high praise of God be in their mouth and two edges on their hands to 
bind the kings with chain and their nobles with fetters of iron. The kind of praise that opens prison door. By now you know that it is not every praise that opens prison. You praise God from time to time and most time nothing happens. The time that breaks every chain in your life. The times that opens the door. There is a touch of the spirit on it. Otherwise in every praise worship all captives should be set free. But you know it does not happen. But I guarantee you as we wait upon the Lord, the type of praise and worship we do on Saturday will be high praises. And when there is high praises, their kings are bound with chain. And their nobles with fetters of iron. He said to execute on them the judgment written. He said this honor has all the saints. That means an inheritance and a privilege of every Christian. Did you get what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Hi. It's true eternal spirits. Holy Spirit. I want to stop. True eternal spirits. True eternal spirits. Before we offer the first three, check the fourth one. The state of your heart. Now is the spirit ruling. When it comes to the Holy Ghost, partial obedience is no obedience. Are you following me? Hallelujah. Many believers understand the sacrifice of prayer to an extent. But I just told that even prayers are not, there are different types of prayer. There's a prayer of authority where you only pray once. If you pray it two times, it becomes lack of faith. There is a prayer of speaking the word of God. There's a prayer of supplication. There's a prayer of consecration. Prayer of consecration is prayed for a long time. That is when I don't know, is it God's will for me to travel to Canada or not? You have to pray until God speaks. You are doing what Jesus did. Father, if it be thy will, is Canada your will? It's not a prayer that you unravel. It's possible God can answer in a day, but in most cases, it takes a long time. You might need to be praying it every, maybe 30 minutes every day. It might be after two months, one night, that the Lord will tell you clearly that no, it's Australia you should go to. When you receive an instruction from the prayer of consecration, your life is built at the center of God's will. Honestly speaking, they will think that you did just. Because creation will bow to you. You are the center. You are going to, they welcome you like a king in the nation you are going to. Everything will be arranged. Because those who go by the will of God, all doors fling open before them. All blessings reside at the center of God's will. If he's the one sending you, he sends you like a king. All things are at your beck and call. But prayer of consecration, it can also be prayed about life partner. Is it Wale or Tunji? Is it Sam playing keyboard? <laughs> play well, play, play, play. <laughs> Hallelujah. Prayer of consecration. Lord, is it Rebecca? Or if Naya? Just do as if I'm not talking about you. <laughs> prayer of consecration. So there's a brother now that is looking at them and he's praying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Dear Lord Jesus, I've been seeing a belly. Sacrifice and altar. Let's continue. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. 
the problem I'm giving Pastor Emile, only him and God can forgive me. <laughs> Are you with me? So, whatever. Prayer of consecration is different from prayer of authority. If you don't first of all pray, prayer of consecration on some matters, you will misfire. And when you misfire, the misery will not work. This is why some of us will make command. By this time tomorrow, this and this will happen. They will only happen if you are the center of God's will. Sometimes before you release your faith for something, find out whether it's God's will for your life or not. Otherwise, don't bring your life what will destroy you. Ah, I confess. By this time, next two weeks, I'm in Canada. What about if he doesn't want you to travel at all? What about if he has another nation in mind for you? Because everybody is going you to you want to go. Don't be like every other person. song we sang in the morning. When we were praying in the morning, Pastor Bele was leading prayer and the Lord just gave me a song. I'm not a singer. And I just started singing the song. So I, so I won't forget because I'm not, if I can't remember now. It came by the unction of the Spirit. So I ran to this. I just pulled her out. The part of the prayer meeting at the back. I said, please, do you have a phone? Record this song. I said, because next minute I might not remember. My mind does not work like that of all of them. Anyone of them could have retained the song because they sing regularly and it's their, like their ministry. But for me, if it's a scripture, I will remember. For the song, no guarantee. So I said, let me sing it to your phone and give you. She didn't even play it again. When the prayer meeting was ending, Abele stopped praying, so I took, I took over. I said, come and sing that song. She sang it so perfectly. When I asked her to sing it, I could not remember again. But she, that she did not receive it, she, it's good to be a master in what you do. I knew that telling her she would remember. Sing it. Sing it on your seat. Just sing it. of limitation is around anybody crumbles right now you know I don't have to finish a message I'm seeing the Lord saying 
I want to hold many hands and take them to high places in the world, but many will not let me. Out of fear, out of double-mindedness. Look at me, everybody. Somebody, he was at the first service, he's also here. Now, during the week, he was there. I told him, I said, many people have walked out to my office, tell me the same testimony. In this church, some have exceedingly great you hear all the testimony be read this are we said that during the uh, uh, early morning worship we asked some of those people to come up and share their testimony somebody said told me on tuesday just put an information out there for a few friends that can we put together forty thousand dollars to do something in 24 hours he had sixty thousand dollars all to him that is able to do in the same church During the conference, a brother in, Sanit, in one of the departments woke up to me and he said that I want to know what you plan to give each minister. I want to. And I, I see some of these people now. Somehow, I'm not the only one. A few of us get a lot when people give to the church. And I see amazing things happening to some people. Some I know, they started coming to church on a bike. On a bike. God has a mission, He has a work to do. I have mentioned, the, and this, this guy was telling me during the week, he said, Pastor, talking, you've talked about us building hospital and treating people for free, doing nursing and secondary school and making it free, free for everybody. He said, we cannot do it by salary. Something has to happen to us. I said, yes. He said, it's happening to me. Can you tell the rest? It's true. I'm waiting for, uh, for us to fix some things because I want to put some two TVs at the back. Somebody from I don't know whether Australia or so just called Pastor David that she wants air dimension something like that on poopy that I want to give I want to and they sent the money for the stuff. Last week I announced that I wanted to get uh, two keyboard. The guy wanted to buy it from I sold it to somebody else. So we ordered we've paid we paid for the two and we've ordered and in two weeks time or so or three weeks should arrive. Individual just really responded. See, I am telling you that see where people make most mistakes is the sacrifice of seed and the sacrifice of. The most important is sacrifice of your heart. Because your heart is the heart of the matter. Are you following me? It's the heart of the matter. But we go into that and because that's a message on your own. Your life must be laid at the feet of Jesus Christ. How do you explain many of you listening to me that you are not in any unit? At what time have you made up your mind? Now, I just gave an instruction now at the beginning about the fact that I sense that the Lord will have each one of us win the soul during the week. But I can tell you that not everybody will do it. Everybody felt it when I said it. But only those who have made themselves living sacrifice, they will do it. But some others will just pull out. This is the greatest need of the kingdom of God in these last days. All of you that are working in banks, bless God for wherever you work or a company. If the Lord tells you tomorrow to resign and go to Borno State, will you go? I told you that I have done service before as a pastor in this church. I was the only one who to pray, opening prayer, nothing happened. At a point when people started joining the church, there was a day he asked me, if I ask you, they call you pastor, pastor, if I ask you to step down and go and become a member somewhere, I want to send you on a mission of it, will you accept? It was a tough battle. I sweated alone. But later, he has dealt with my heart. Freely we receive all things, freely we give. This is what Jesus is looking for. Some are still the level of husband and wife fighting. Reporting yourself to your in-laws, to your mother, to everybody. 
at the level that's the level some people are and the kingdom is calling if you look into the realm of and see what's written of you nations are waiting for you they are crying you are here fighting your wife and reporting yourself to neighbors and to everybody it is written of some people a thousand people are waiting to be employed by you but where you work you are stealing 100k 200k you are joining people to do things ah a man that is in honor and does not Bible says like a beast that perish your book will reach one million singles they will live in purity because of your book yet a little girl is tying you down so I don't know why I'm falling keep falling nobody builds anything substantial what is falling what is not stable will God forgive you forgiveness is not issue God will always forgive you but you stay in that class because in the school of the spirit if you repeat you repeat this is why as you spend time in the place of prayer your eye sees beyond what you are looking at at the present you all know that this message is coming from a spirit to everybody those last two people pray at least somehow some believers the pastor the guy doing praying the right prayer when you come for prayer meeting but when it comes to this last two seed sacrifice and then sacrifice of our hearts that's why believers have problem so there's a need in their family so they convert their tithe they give and then they come back to pray Jesus Holy Spirit is under the authority of Jesus in that sense even though they are one Jesus is under the authority of the Father First Corinthians 15 when he shall have received kingdom we submit everything back to the Father the father himself did not live himself without authority. God is under the authority of his word. Psalm 132, Thy word have I exalted above all my names. When God saw that he was almighty, he himself put himself in check under his word. That's why he can't just go and do something for you. He has a word, a constraint that guides even him. Did you get what I just said? And he expects that we should be. So I'm, I'm stressing that one word to the order. So, the Abraham's of even though Ram replaced Isaac, was acceptable to God because he laid the wood in order. Elijah, fire came across, he laid the wood in order. And Leviticus 1 7 says, the wood must be in order. The wood is a kind of Christ, it's also a kind of man. He told them that the kind of altar you must be must be of 18 verse, 18, that means sound. And he said, if you are using stone, it must be a raw stone. Nothing must have touched the stone. See, God is precious. One that lady taught me, she said that even if I'm going and somebody gives me 10,000, I will hold it, remove one, and put it in my pocket. He said, What many of you do? She was telling me, He said, You wait for the end of money, you calculate your title. He said, I don't do that. He said, I remove at that point. He said, I sanctify and separate. When we did, honestly, she had money. She was one. I told her for service that use a marker to draw something and her mom's boss saw it and the man bought it for her maybe 150 or one ridiculous amount and within a week or so that man's friend came to the office and said who made this this, this is beautiful and I was like it's my, my uh, subordinate uh, uh, daughter and the man said can she make one for me and he, she said to her said to the man that sorry if he said that's on a request and he, he charged the man and the man paid more something that she used a thousand marker to do she read psychology in her school. The school she finished from. When she finished, she said she didn't want to work any other anybody. She said she will open 
an office where she'll be counseling people. Her first counselor, as at that time, was the number one hip-hop singer in Nigeria at that time. Walked his way into her office, first clients. And she scheduled him for about three or four sessions to collect money very well. You know, you pay per session. When you talk, you say, you say, there's still something I need to tell you. Come for session two. Honestly, it was at that point that I sat at her feet. I was the pastor. I, was like, I said, you must know something I don't know. This thing works with you like magic. This guy was shaking Lagos, shaking the world. How come he came to the city where you were? He didn't look for a psychologist here. And who told him about you? That he did not go for the established ones with all the awards and the money he had. He came to you. These things are real. Ah. If I ask us to take the testimonies of all the leaders, this thing, these things are real. Altar and sacrifice. Sometimes it's difficult to sing. That is when praise becomes a sacrifice. Have you noticed that God did not come down any other time that Paul sang? Until the day they chained them and they finished beating them. Because that time it became a sacrifice of praise. Only the Holy Spirit can make you sing under that condition. And the Lord invaded the prison. There are some of you, when the doors are shut against you, that's why you should run to church and stand alone at the center and start praising God. And roll on the floor and give Him worship. But that is when you go home and you, you, are, you are looking sad and that is when you allow Satan to... He did not win because of what has happened. He has won now because you tell you have, you have concluded that he is the winner. Ah, what is going on? I don't know, I'm so sad. Brethren, the Bible says, sing, O barren. When you notice any barrenness, Psalm, Isaiah 54, that is when to sing. Shall we rise? Is someone blessed this morning? How many of you notice lately we've been sharing a lot of deep stuff? Is that true? You see, I, I don't believe in sentiment. If you come to a church and the pastor is just talking garbage, you, you are not really connected to the message. Never invite anybody there. Be true to yourself. But it becomes an offense if you come to a place and you can tell that the prayers of God is said the word there is strong and you keep coming alone. It's an offense. It is forbidden in the New Testament that we eat alone. Do what I said. Win a soul during the week. Then also invite someone to church next week. Is that okay? Is that simple enough? Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If from the beginning of the year till now, things have not exactly been fine at all with you, lift up your hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray in a simple way. Sukalaba. Quite a number of hands. When the service is over, all the hands that are up, come to the altar, just about two, three minutes, ask God for a visitation. Whatever is responsible for the situation you are in, I stand in the name of Jesus Christ and I command a total transformation. 
let the river of God begin to flow into your life into what you do into your family into your business and let it bring joy to your life in the name of Jesus Christ thank you Holy Spirit see when I'm ministering there sometimes I sense the power of God I don't have enough time to be calling cases that's why I usually say Bush come and pray here I am the one who will leave the stage. The God who is the owner of the church, Jesus Christ, the real pastor, does not go anywhere. If you pray by faith in your heart, something will happen. So, all of you who have lifted up your hands, and then if you have any other prayer, when the service is over, come to the altar and pray. Something. It used to be a nation prize under the, under the old saints, and we are stopping that because our nation will rush and rush and rush and rush, and we rush, we go nowhere. Something is happening to everybody. I bless all of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ah, I'm hearing that word again. Now call it again a week of good news. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now. And I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.